Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com It's pleased to present to you this lecture Innalhamdulillahi nahmadu wa nasta'in wa nasta'afiruh Na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم وعفل لكم ذنوبكم وما يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين All praise is due to Allah I thank Him, I seek His help, His guidance and His forgiveness I believe in Him and I trust Him I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our nations Indeed, whosoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whosoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. For Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is in Sunnah. The worst of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to a fire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslims. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. Uh, Inshallah, this class dedicated towards discussing the story of the Prophet Noah. Uh, the information that I'm going to be providing tonight, it is, I, I have nothing too much to do with it more than to try to translate from Arabic to English to the best of my ability, inshallah. Uh, I'm talking or reading from Qasas al-Anbiya wal-Mursaleen, Stories of the Prophet and the Messenger, by Sheikh Muhammad Mutwalli al-Sha'rawi, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send mercy in his soul. Nabiullah Nuh alayhi salam, one of the Prophets of Allah, alayhi salam, the Prophet Nuh, which we call 
introduction to working in the book of Qasas al-Anbiya, starting from page 29. This is Surah Hud, verse number 25. Which the meaning is, indeed we had sent Noah to his people. 25. To his people or to his community. He said to them, indeed I am for you a clear warner. Okay. Indeed, we sent Noah to his people, and he said, I have come to you as a plain warner. When we read this statement, and the statement that starts to say in the beginning of the verse, Walakat, you will get to know that this is a swear. He say, Walakat, that means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, It's saying, by my honor and glory, I had sent Noah. So the lamb here for swearing. The rest of the verse is a statement. That means Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing that he had sent Noah as a prophet to ila qawmihi. This is the Arabic term, qawm. And the Sheikh is going to elaborate more on the word qawm here. We have to make a stop with the term qawm. Some of the people, they believe or they think the term qawm means people or a tribe or a family or the people of his town. But I would say that Qaum means the men, especially among those people. Men are the ones are faced by the heavenly message. Because a woman is segregated, separated, <coughs> hidden, covered. She's supposed to get the message from her father or her brother or from her husband. Same thing had happened in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that they said, غلبنا عليك الرجال فاجعل لنا يوما من أيامك طعذنا فيه that means the women complain to the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم saying that men had took the greater share of your time so divide and make a special day for us so you can teach and admonish us in it so the sheikh here, before he goes in details with the story of Noah, 
he say Allah is saying that he sent Noah to he to who to his lqawmi. What does qawmi mean? The, the message to him. If we understand that every prophet had to face his community, that means he had faced the men. He had dealt directly with the men. Why? That because لِأَنَّ A person in a stand or in a charge أو قَيِّمْ عَلَى كَذَا A person who take care of something As a result of this he found the Arab poetry say وَمَا أَدْرِي وَلَسْتُ أُخَالُ حِينَ أَدْرِي أَقَوْمٌ أَلُ حِسْمٍ أَمْنِسَاهُ I really don't know if I should know the people أَلَ حِسْمٍ that the people or a people of shelter or are women that means he proved his point also from the Arabic poetry that the word قوم means men more than related to women. Therefore, when we talk in the Quran about قوم, we're talking about men. Quran is saying, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا This is Surah Al-Hujurat. Surah Al-Hujurat, the dwellers or the apartments. يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا يَسْخَرْ قَوْمٌ مِنْ قَوْمٍ عَسَى أَنْ يَكُونُوا خَيْرًا مِنْهُمْ وَلَا نِسَاءٌ مِنْ نِسَاءٍ عَسَى أَنْ يَكُنَّ خَيْرًا مِنْهُمْ That all who you believe, no community supposed or no people supposed to mock another people, perhaps they are better than them. Neither women mock women because perhaps the latter one is better than. So again from the Quran, Surah Al-Hujurat, verse number 11, it's telling us, address the men and after this when he said قوم, as a result of this he came with a separate uh, addressing to the women. What to say, Habib? All you who believe, let not a group scoff at another group. It may be that the latter are better than the former, nor let some women scoff at other women. It may be that the latter are better than the former. Okay. So, if the women are included, why Allah will give a separate statement about women in the same verse? So, the men are the ones who face the messengers. And they are the ones who may deny or belie the messenger. And they are the ones, they, they may reject the messenger, and maybe they are the ones who may fight against the messenger. Therefore, in Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 59, Surah Al-A'raf, in Surah Al-A'raf, Surah number uh, 7, uh, verse number 59, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, لَقَدْ أَرْسَلْنَا نُوحًا إِلَىٰ قَوْمِ فَقَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اعْبُدُوا اللَّهِ مَا لَكُمْ مِنْ إِلَٰهٍ غَيْرُهُ إِنِّي أَخَافُ عَلَيْكُمْ عَذَابَ يَوْمٍ عَظِيمٍ Indeed, we had sent Noah to his people. Okay, قومي again. فَقَالَ يَا قَوْمِ Oh, my people, worship Allah alone. You have no other deity 
any ilah except for him. Indeed, I fear for you a severe punishment or a serious day of punishment. Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 59, three, please. Indeed, this Noah to his people, he said, O my people, worship Allah. You have no ilah but him. La ilaha illallah. None has the right to be worshipped but Allah. Certainly, I fear for you the torment of a great day. In this verse, we found three items or three rules or three pieces of information. Number one, al-aqidah, the belief in one ilah, that there is no true deity except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And since the ilah and the deity is one, as a result of this comes the second ruling, which is, that we are responsible since there is an ilah and this ilah is one our obligation is to fulfill our obligation worshiping this ilah obey this ilah so his obedience is must and the obedience or the ibadah or the worship that means to obey him in all matters that he commands you to do and to stay away from everything that you forbid you. Number three, what came in this verse, if you did not do this for the Elah, that you did not worship him, you did not obey him, you didn't stay away from what he warned you against it, so what's going to happen now is say that you face the punishment of a serious day. Perhaps he's talking about the day of a judgment, or a day that it may come before the day of judgment, which is the drowning day, the day of the flood. And he said, Inni akhaf, okay, Inni akhaf, I fear for you. And when you say, Inni akhaf, you're talking about something going to happen in the future. You don't want to deal with it, you don't want to wait until it happens to you. As if Nuh the Prophet Nuh warning his people and saying to them that if you disobey me, if you reject Allah, it will come to you what you could not deal with it. And it's going to be serious. And that the Prophet Nuh is worried about it. As a result of this, he advising them, he reminding them, He's trying to save them from the punishment to fall in them. So we see these three rulings in this verse. Number one, the oneness of the ilah, the necessity of worshiping this ilah, Almighty Allah. Thirdly, that if you do not worship and obey, it's going to be a result which is going to be the punishment and the drowning. Who the ones that going to be scared? The Sheikh Rahmatullah is saying, who's the one supposed to be scared? Have to be worried. He said, the ones that supposed to be worried and scared are the chiefs, the, the transgressors, ones, the wrongdoers. The chiefs, the big shots among the community. Because the rest of the community are slaves. 
neighbors. They obey. They have nothing else. Because when this being comes, when this religion comes, when the teaching of the messengers comes, it will make all the people slaves and enslave them to one Ilah. It's not going to be a ruler and one rule. It's not going to be a king and slaves. And even there is one to rule them, but he did not make his own ruling. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the master and everybody is a slave, even the ruler, even the leader. Okay? So he says the people that always scare when the message comes are the people who take advantage of the rest of the community. Everyone is supposed to be the slave of Almighty Allah. When is the deen come? When is the Islam and the obedience of Allah comes? It will snatch the throne away from this chief. That because the total submission got to be only for Allah. And there's no submission to any man word or man, man law. As a result of this, the people who always stand and argue and fight against the messengers are the chiefs of the people. The people who live in, in a lot of uh, material things, living very comfortable, taking advantage of others. Those are the people who don't want to hear from the messages. Messengers, neither they want the message, messenger to deliver, to deliver the word. Because with delivery of the message, everybody wants to be Abdullah, they are losing. You see? They want the people continue to be slaves for them. You see? So they want to do what? They want to belie the messenger, they try even to find the messengers. Therefore, they are the first ones stood before Noah. Abuse him, debating him, belied him. And they usually are the first among the men and among the community they will stand in the face of a messenger or a prophet. In Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 60, The majority or the people, the, among these people, the chiefs, the rich ones, huh? they said, indeed we see you are in a gone astray, in manifest error. What to say, Habib? The leaders of the people said, verily, we see you in plain error. You see, it's the leaders of the people. Why? Because they don't want like we said in our expression, the rapty people from under their feet. They want to continue eating with uh, gold spoons. Fifteen people standing there. One with a towel, one with the water, and one with the spoon, and one with the plate. You see? They want to continue living like this. All right? So Allah the chiefs of the men, they said, indeed we see something wrong with you, Noah. This is what you're talking about, something wrong. 
يؤمر بالضلال ان ندخل لضلال بس ضلال مبين. يقوم ندخل لجوي ستريت بس ديب داون ان مانيفست ايرور. يقول الملك هم السابع. The chiefs of the people. The noble among them. That everybody scare out of them. The one that always sits in the front. The one that always addressing the people and giving them the orders. They so scared to lose their position among the community. So what they got to do? They will change. Okay? They try to use an argument. They try to label people with different words. Okay? So now they're going to try to change the scale. That means what I mean by changing the scale? They make the truth falsehood and the falsehood to be truth. The good, they try to make it to the people appear as bad and the bad to be appear to the people to be good. You see? Changing the, the, the balance of the things. They said about the truth and the message of the Prophet Noah, he said what? This misguidance. And it's not only any kind of misguidance, but it's so serious. It's clear, it's obvious. Anybody here you know, he'll say that you're crazy. What is he talking about? You see? You're so far away from the cross. What did Allah say to his people? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell him us in Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 61. He said, what he said to them? No, said, all my people, there is no error in me. Nothing wrong with me. I have no fault about why you think there's something wrong with me. I'm delivering the message of Allah to you. What it make you come to this assumption and this conclusion that something, I have nothing wrong with me. But the chiefs, right away they are ready to fight the truth. We see you to be in a clear manifest error. In actuality, the Sheikh Rahmatullah said that Nuh was supposed to answer them back by saying, I'm not in misguidance. But he said, why he says Dalala and they tell, tell, telling him Dalal? And instead of saying no, I have no Dalal, he says no Dalala. That is very important to understand the words in the Quran because every letter in the Quran it carries special meaning. Although the Dalal, the word Dalal and Dalala. It is in the basic or the root words almost the same, but the essence of the alif and dalal and dalala and what dalal is general and this dalala one single dalala. He says the sheikh you have to understand that every letter, not every word, every letter in the Quran been put according to scale. It's not in the same. You could not throw any words. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put these letters knowing what he's saying. And it comes according to the meaning. And you have to understand that this is the kalam of Allah. The word of Allah is not a human being is talking. He said, They say to know you are in a manifest error. 
So you better listen to the law of your creator. And believe in the messenger of your creator. So Noah alayhi salam, after he denied all this accusation, that for him to be in misguidance, he tells them that this is not from me what I'm teaching you, what I'm inviting you to, that it's from Allah, and my job only to deliver the message. And as a result of this, I came to deliver the message of my Lord to you, and I am an honest, sincere advisor. You see? So the messenger is not coming to give you the message like throwing rocks in you. No, he delivered the message, and even beyond the message is given nasiha. With so concern. So it's not a matter of, Allah said this, Allah said this, halal haram, halal haram. You go to hell, you go to Egypt. Like, no. But the messenger coming to teach you the law, and also at the same time he has this concern. He doesn't want you to go to hellfire. He doesn't want you to be a disbeliever. He doesn't want you to be punished. So he said, I'm coming to relate to you the risalat of Allah, the messages of Allah, and I am a concerned advisor. Nasihun lakum. Why he said Risalat Rabbi? Why? No, he came with a book or with a message, but why he said messages? That because every messenger from the messenger, he comes with a minhaj, a way of living, which is not changeable from the previous or the coming messengers. There is no messenger came to contradict the teaching of any other messenger. There is basic principles that you always find it in all teaching, before Noah and during Noah and after Noah. Therefore, he say, I came to convey the messages of my Lord, as if what I'm teaching you now is to confirm and affirm what came before, and also the affirming what's coming before me. I didn't come with something new. Okay? The prophet Idris came before me, or Adam came before me, or that Musa and Isa and Muhammad who comes after me. I'm not going to be different. I'm teaching you about basic principles. It's going to be always the same. Alright? So when he says, Convey the messages of my Lord to you, that because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made a basic sense for the people of the earth, doesn't matter who is the messenger, before or after, it's going to be the same. As, as a result of this, he found that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Ash-Shura, consultation, verse number 13, شَرَعَ لَكُمْ مِنَ الدِّينِ مَا وَصَّى بِهِ نُوحًا وَالَّذِي أَوْحَيْنَا إِلَيْكَ وَمَا وَصَّيْنَا بِهِ إِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى وَعِيْسَى أَقِيمُ الدِّينِ وَلَا تَتَفَرَّقُوا فِيهِ This Surah Ash-Shura, consultation, verse number 13, Allah is led for you out of this religion, 
what he had in Jomorit on Noah. And what we had revealed to you, Muhammad, and what we had joined in Ibrahim, Moses, Jesus. What it is that Allah revealed was all this time an Aqimud Deen. Establish and maintain the religion and don't be disunited. You follow Shura. Okay, consultation. That for you, to be all of you, establishing the deen. So there is a certain sense is not to change at any time. As example, believing in the day of the judgment. Believing in Allah, the oneness of Allah. Isa didn't come to tell them I'm son of God. Musa didn't come to tell them I'm a God. So the same teaching and the same belief is always the same thing. It may differ according to the rules and the time. Okay, how many rak'at you pray, or how you make the salah, but the basic things about the belief and the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You got what to say? He, Allah, has ordained for you the same religion, Islam, which he ordained for Noah, and that which he ordained, and, and that which he have inspired in you, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and that which he ordained for Ibrahim, Musa, and Isa, saying, you should establish religion, i.e. to do what it orders you to do practically and make no division in it. Infallible for the mushrikeen is that to which you, O Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, call them. Allah chooses for himself whom he wills and guides unto himself who turns to him in repentance and obedience. As we see the sheikh goes here before he comes to the flood, to too much details with each word in the verse. Why Allah say Risalat, okay, and why it is observed that Nuh came with one message. Because the Risalat, his Risalat, his message is to confirm and affirm what came before and what's going to come before, that only worship Allah alone. That is Shri'a about what's halal and haram, what you can eat, what you could not eat, things like this, is different from time to time. But all the messages come. The other meaning, Risalat Rabbi, the message of my Lord, that means the revelation comes to the messenger, step by step, little bit by little bit. So every time Noah receives something from Allah, he will deliver it. So every time he gets a message, he will deliver it. As a result of this, he says, as the meaning can cover all the things. There is two things here the Prophet Noah will do. One is to convey the message, and the second one to be advisor. Which means that a Rasul, he will try to make the people love the message. He tries to be kind, patient with them, kind to them. Try to keep with them about accepting it and keep telling them again and again. So it's not a matter of delivering and this is, but he will convey the message, which will be sufficient, but also he is a, a advisor, a master. He keeps telling them, you understand, look, how Allah gives you this, how Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, be patient with you, how you, you did not make salah, and 
Allah can punish you, can make the earth swallow you, but, but, all these things. And look how Allah made your eyes, you can see how Allah gives you ability to walk. So this is from the nasiha, to make the person, to encourage the person to accept the thing. So this is also another way that he will go. وَأَنْصَحُلَكُمْ And when he say, أَنْصَحُلَكُمْ أَنْصَحُلَكُمْ That to make it clear that the benefit returning to his people, no, he's not getting anything out of it. He don't need anything. And he told them, وَأَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ So what I do, أُبَلِّقُمْ رِسَالَاتِ رَبِّي وَأَنْصَحُ لَكُمْ وَأَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ Convey the message of my Lord to you, advise you, and I know from Allah what you don't know. You see, this is like, and you better watch, okay? وَأَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ that means, I know from Allah about things that which you don't know. Therefore, I'm scared for you. Okay? This is like a hint, something indirectly. Starting now, you guys be careful. I'll be talking to you about Allah, you don't want to listen. I know things from Allah and about Allah you don't know about. And I'm scared. From what can be coming when you deny the verses of Allah. Allah asked me to advise you. And I'm telling you, you guys, you better be Muslim. You better accept what I'm telling you. Don't go too far. Stop acting in, in giver and arrogancy and denying me. So this kind of nasiha is not like fulfilling obligation and this is, but is a nasiha and advice of one who knows from Allah what is the rest of the community doesn't know. This knowledge which Noah alayhi salam know it is not information coming from another person which can be maybe doubtful. That maybe a person can give you the right information or the wrong information. But it is something from Allah. He said, وَأَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ Not somebody told me. And after this he said, yeah, he said, but I misunderstood what he told me. He said, أَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ And I understand, get to know through knowledge. Allah taught me about things that you don't know. This is a certain knowledge. And certain information was no doubt. Some of the people they think that the knowledge that our Rasul, the Messenger, know it. That the convey by the Messenger is all what Allah gave him. But we say, what is the Messenger delivered to the people is not all of it the knowledge of Allah. Neither it is all what Allah taught the messenger. Okay? The messenger will deliver to the people certain things. There is other things Allah will teach the prophet, but it's not for the public. You know? It's not for everybody to know about it. Because the time is not yet to know about it. And 
And if he converts, everybody will be a believer. So there is no test. You see? So it's not what is the Prophet teaching the people, this is all what Allah has given. You understand, Abdullah? It's not all what Allah has given. He only conveyed to them what Allah ordered him to convey, but the Prophet can know something else. It's not been released. Allah didn't give him the order to release it to the people yet. There is a, some speciality. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may give it to the Prophet. And he will make them see certain things to confirm, to affirm, to stabilize them and make them strong and continue to carry the da'wah. He didn't make it known to everybody. As a result of this, no, he said to them what? وَأَعْلَمُ مِنَ اللَّهِ مَا لَا تَعْلَمُونَ And I know things from Allah, you don't know about it. It seems that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told Noah about the tufan, the flood, in advance, which will take over the kuffar and those who deny Noah. And this indication, indirect indication, that Noah had told them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-A'raf, verse number 63, says, أَوْ عَشِبْتُمْ أَنْ شَاءَكُمْ ذِكْرُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ عَلَى رَجُلٌ مِنْكُمْ Like, as it means you that the information and the message came to you through one who living among you were not like you. Is this what makes you deny me? Yeah, you know me, I know you. Is this what it calls you to deny me? That because the information came to you through me, and you already know me? What do you say, Habib? Do you wonder that there has come to you a reminder from your Lord to a man from amongst you that he may warn you so that you may fear Allah and that you may receive his mercy? So what is the surprise? What makes you astonished? There is no big thing about it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in Surah Qaf when Quran al Majid, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying in Surah Qaf Qaf when Quran al Majid, Bal Aribu Aisha Abumazirum Minum, Fakal al Kafiruna had a shaykhun ajib. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what is the surprise about this? That Allah sent a messenger like them from the same people. What do they want? They want an angel? You don't want a human being to be a messenger, you want an angel? Or what is surprised you because the messenger coming to tell you that your Ilah is only one God and one Ilah? And he's the one deserves all your worship? What actually causing you to be amazed and surprised? In actuality, when a person comes to this life and see all this organization and how the sun rises from the east, sits in the
the West certain time, and all this organization with no any any confusion in it. Okay. Now, when somebody comes to tell you who is the one running these things, this shouldn't be missed you, because when you see all these things going in order, it missed you. All what you need now to get to know who's the owner, who's the creator, who's the one behind all these things. Now this will make you feel more comfortable, that now you get to know, like you have a puzzle. And now you get to know, okay? Because you see the sun running and the air is there for you to breathe and the animal for you and the sun to carry you, travel from a place to place and for you to eat this and that. And finally, somebody comes to tell you, do you know the one who given you and been sending you all these things? This is Allah. So now worship him, obey him. Now you feel more comfortable, you see. Not to be saying, oh, this is, I could, this is too much for me. What's too much? Now you got to know who's the one behind all this paper. So this is showing surprising you that way. So if a messenger comes to tell them about the order of these things, they shouldn't be surprised. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the earth, mountains, and all these things, which, and created the plants, the animals, the human beings, and all this what you call this, uh, who can help me with this word, Aish, Jamal? Inanimal things, okay? That is to serve the animals as a human being. As a plant. And the plant is to serve the human being as animals. As animals, as a plant is to serve the human being. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in actuality has created everything to serve the human being. The house is for you. The cow is to eat for you. The horse is for you to ride. It's for you. You understand? So everything comes to be one another in the end to be what? For your service. So you should be grateful. Allah created everything for you. So if Allah made everything to be subjected for your own use, And everything that in this life, in this universe, is not created by any human being. And Allah made it even before us, so when we come, we'll find it ready. Okay? You'll find everything waiting for you. Like you got the rasta and the food ready for you there. You should be grateful that the food is ready for you. Allah created everything before you. And after this He created you, so all that you need to enjoy these things. Everything here working in you. So, in this moment that we should be grateful and be thankful to Allah. So, the duty of the people when a prophet comes to them, they will be happy with the prophet and the message of the prophet, not to deny him and belied him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Ash-Shu'ara saying, كذبت قوم نوح المرسلين إذ قال لهم أخوهم نوح ألا تتقون؟ As we said before, the word قوم is related to men more than women. Because they are the ones who are in charge of carrying the obligation of this life. 
So, qawm is different from women. When Allah says, كَذِّبَتْ قَوْمُ نُوحِنِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ The men of Noah have denied the messengers. But the people of Noah deny what? Deny Noah. There's no messenger there. But Allah is saying in the Quran, in Surah Al-Shara, كَذَّبَتْ قَوْمُ نُوحِنِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ The men of Noah, the people of Noah deny the messengers. But we know that the messenger that came to them is Noah, one messenger. So what does it mean? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the aqeedah and the belief and certain principles with all the prophets and all the messengers. There is no prophet come to deny what they sent before him or what sent after him. Neither he will come with something to contradict the teaching of what has been revealed before. And the result of this, whosoever deny one messenger, as if he deny all the messengers. As a result of this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Baqarah, أَمَنَ الرَّسُولُ بِمَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْهِمُ الرَّبِّهِ وَالْمُؤْمِنُونَ عَلَيْكُمْ السَّلَامِ كُلُّ الْأَمَنَ بِيَعِي وَمَلَائِكَتِي وَقُتُبِي وَرُسُلِي لا نفرق بين أحد من الرسل سورة 285 The Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم He had believed in what been revealed to him from his Lord as well as the believers All of them believe in Allah, the angels, the books and the messengers we did not make any distinguish between any of Allah's messenger. The difference between a messenger and another messenger in the Sharia, not in the Aqeedah, not in the Akhlaq, not in the basic principles, okay? You don't find a, a prophet will come and teach you that adultery is okay, or stealing is okay. There is a basic code of behavior, all the message and all the message to teach. There is a basic aqeedah, believe in the oneness and the unity of the oneness of Allah. There is no prophet will come to tell you Allah is two, and the prophet come say Allah is three, and the prophet come and say God has a son. Therefore, when Allah says, No people deny the messengers, because when they deny Noah, as if they deny all the messengers. Because they deny the, the basic cause of the belief and the behavior. And when he said, Akhuhum, their brother, Noah, that because he is one of them, he's not a stranger. They know him, he born there, he grew up there, he lived among them, so he's not like a blood brother. But a home that means he is one of the people. They know him. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala used the term their brother Noah because what? To soften their hearts. He said like he's your brother. He he grow he born here in the same town. He grew among you people. He's one of you. Okay? But does not mean that blood relationship.
And every messenger accepted his people the same thing. Uh, the Sheikh he brought many verses with all the prophets. But like I said, the Sheikh he got in too much detail that I have to jump and understand some of the half pages even to try to come to the end of the story, which I doubt that would be ending it today. But basically, he tried to let you understand that all the prophets came with the same thing. So when somebody denied Muhammad, as if he denied Jesus and Moses and Abraham and Noah, when somebody denied Noah, as if he denied Muhammad and Moses and Jesus, when somebody believed in Jesus, even if they believe that he is the messenger of God and God, but denying Muhammad does not mean they believe in Jesus. Alright? So denying one messenger as if you deny all the messengers. And denying the messengers as if you deny the one who sent the messengers. So disbelief in one messenger, that means disbelief in Allah and disbelief in all the messengers. No Islam, no Iman, no place for Jannah for a person. He denied even one prophet or one messenger. No, he said, Alatatakun. Why you don't have the fear of Allah? That means you reject in what they're doing. I'm asking you to fear Allah. I ask you to obey Allah, to believe in me. And he said to them, إِنِّي لَكُمْ رَسُولٌ أَمِينٌ فَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَأَطِيعُونَ Indeed, this is Surah Shura, verse 178, it says, Indeed, I am an honest messenger to you. So fear Allah and obey me. Fear Allah and obey me. And this again to teach you about the wrong doing and the wrong approach of those people who want to go in Islam about Quran who is not Sunnah. There's no way you can understand Islam without the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Fear Allah and obey me, follow me. Why? Because the Prophet came to demonstrate, to explain the Quran, to explain the message of Allah by his action. Therefore we are responsible and obligated to follow the footsteps of the Messenger. And he said, in Surah Shara, verse 109, وَمَا أَسْأَلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ أَجْرِ إِنْ أَجْرِيَ إِلَّا عَلَى رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ I'm not asking you for any profit. I don't want any reward. I'm not going to ask you to pay me for what I'm doing. Indeed, my reward is upon Allah. He's the only one can compensate me. I don't need all what I want. I'm teaching you. I'm directing you, try to guide you for the pleasure of Allah. Although the Zishar, it requires payment. But I don't, because you could not pay me. Because you could not pay me, even if you try to pay me, my payment will be with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this shows you how the Da'iyah have to be free from this kind of obligation of the board, and a community and people been running him with their dollar. What he say in the khutbah, what he can, what he could not, 
they put him for a year or two, they fire him and they hire him, bring another imam, would say what they want. Idaiya and through the Iya have to try to free himself from the valor of people. You found that the Prophet and the messengers and the leaders, the early leaders, they used to be in their own. Okay? Like you see, Abu Bakr, Siddiq, and Umar, and all these people, they will have their own business. He found the Prophet ﷺ. He was a shepherd in the beginning of the da'wah. He found he understands the Prophet Noah. He found the Prophet Ibrahim. He was a carpenter or whatever. Every Prophet, he has a trade. Alright? He doesn't wait for anything from the people. Because people can buy you with their money. I think I'm going to have to stop here. It doesn't matter how much I got squeezed. I'm not going to be able. But. Oh. You have a choice. You can come another day or you can stay after Isha. But basically, I was. You guys, you can. Uh, I tell you what. A small advice. I think in Yusuf Ali, I don't know if the Noble Quran also does the same thing. Go in the index of the Quran and look for a word Noah or Noah and get all the verses that talks about the Prophet Noah. You try to read them and see the commentary. This maybe will give you a general idea about the story because we are time for a comma, not a van. And I don't want anybody to be leaving, you understand, with ill feeling tonight. I came and the Imam delayed me or delayed me and things like this. So I have the choice between coming another day, staying after Aisha, or go do your homework. But I think the third choice would be better because this will make you start to do some work, some study. And I want you to come to the story when you see, when you reach that the tufan and the flood start coming and Running 
serious. Okay? And also when you read that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling Noah, because Noah, nobody knows about ships in that time. And the time, where is the place that Noah, Nuruddin, okay, that building, he was building his Noah in a place where there is no water there. He's not in the sun by the Indian Ocean. He was not by the ocean. And the people would not make a fun of him. What's wrong with this man? Yesterday is a prophet today, he's a carpenter. And what does he keep doing it? Uh, something happened. I told you guys, don't follow this. Weird guys, these people, you understand? I told you. You see? A man sitting in a place, no water, no oceans, no anything. And building something, they are, he is not a carpenter. Okay, yesterday is a prophet, today is a carpenter. What's going on? You see? And the Shah here was talking about something about the Safina, the, the, the Shaykh. He say, when Allah talk about the animals, they say, Litarkabu alayhim. But when Allah to ride, he ride over the camel, upon the camel. So the Shaykh that Noah built, was not what's my full what's my full cam? Uh, what's the verse? Huh? Yes, Allah said that when he building the ship, every time people passing by him, they think, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? What? Where are you going with this? Huh? Where are you going to go? It's okay. You're making fun of us? We'll make fun of you later. Alright? You will see. See who's the winner. And he said, Allah, what's my fault? So Allah, His direction, He gave direction and inspired Noah how to build. Okay? Because with no any model there to build. Nobody knows about ships in that time, in no water. You see? But the ilham and in, uh, the inspiration of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to inspire and instruct Noah how He's supposed to build, to build this uh, pieces of work together. Not about it, and with niggles also because they have different animals, birds, animals, every from Allah's creation. Take two of them. So with no way on the sun, but everybody, the cows and the dogs and the cats and the human being and everybody, you understand? In the same place. So the way how I want you to go and get the term Noah in the index of the Qur'an and get all these verses and start reading. Inshallah. Only because the time you understand. Otherwise we continue with the, what the Shaykh ability. Uh, and if anybody of the brothers who read Arabic would like to exercise his ability for translation, send it to others, he can take the book and read it and bring the book back later on. Yes, sir. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 
1-1-4-5-7. Riyadh 1-1-4-5-7. Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900. Also 491-6065. Fax 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, Feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh